The Caliendo Cast with Frank Caliendo, John Holmberg, Scott Long, and the rest of the Caliendo crew. Informing you, entertaining you, changing your life forever. It's the most important podcast in the history of Western civilization. It's good enough. Literally, this is where we're going to start, Toledo. You can start at the words, this is where we're going to start. Right. Because nobody should hear what just happened. And then Scott's going to finish it. That I'm fine with. Okay. I'm fine because you hit it a little bit. Yeah. What was going on before was blatant. It's almost as blatant as what I've been. Look at this segue. Ooh. I've been working on my segues as well, and I like to point them out. Yeah. That's how they work. For some of our new listeners, John Holmberg is a very accomplished radio broadcaster and likes to let me know after the show where I've improved and where I'm Not still struggling. Not so much that. You call me to ask me how how do I do. I text you to ask you. <laughs> right, that's true. And, and then, then you call me because you believe I want to hear your voice. I get excited when you see, when you do something and I can see it in your eyes. You're like, I just did a transition. I get, and I like it. You get happy about it. I, when I transition, it's everybody great. needs to know that's about right. it. Have you ever seen Scott transition? Oh, it's he's magic. fantastic. Incredible. I'm the best. Yeah. <laughs> so what What really uh, – I, I joined TikTok. Oh, God. I got a message – on Instagram from TikTok saying, well, I'd already I'd already joined, but they said, hey, we can get you verified and stuff like that. I'm like, Ugh. absolutely. Anything to look totally cool to 13-year-olds. Sure. That's who I'm aiming at. But then, I'm just going to let that sit for a second. Yeah. No, that's, I'm aiming at the kid. <laughs> but, Scott, anything? But you, the first thing, it's all butt videos yeah. of people who shouldn't doing be doing butt videos. Well, that's why you're on it. Is that why? I think you. Is that why I'm on? They're asking you to like do like Robert De Niro. Hey, take a look. Right. Here's my can. <laughs> <laughs> what is uh, your? I mean, obviously, your purpose is to self-promote. But uh, that's my purpose in life. Well, I know. I mean, I get it. But I just I'm going so far the other way with social media stuff. It's ridiculous. I know. I would too. But it's business. Not now, now. my it? biggest video on there so far. There's only three. But my the videos that's kind of taken off is a ping pong video. Yeah course you because it's surprising well i you're I slowed it down and then i put in the greg o'connor morgan freeman music and i narrate myself playing table tennis <laughs> see that's great and it works and it's fun but it's one of those things where to get control i was really happy with something else i did which was a reenactment of the irishman that i really worked hard on nobody yeah. cares about it <laughs> nothing Nothing. You know, it's Pacino and De Niro, and I think I... Toledo, can you pull that up? And I feel like I really nailed it. I I worked really hard on it and was happy. That's still me playing ping pong. Yeah. It's very... I remember that scene in The Irishman uh, where they played tennis. It needed that. You know, it was too short, so it needed about a half hour of ping pong. Uh (laughs) There were some balls of fury that needed to be. Yeah, eight-year-old men playing ping pong. The Scorsese Probably needs some volume. Yeah. No volume on it? I also do my own carpentry. Ah, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> that was the end of it. Play, play it again. It's really good. 
really good, especially. I heard you paint houses. Yes. Yes, sir. I, I do. I do. And uh, I also do my own carpentry. And what happened there ah, on the video, actually, it froze on our screen. Yeah. So it looks like I'm Jeff Dunham <laughs> with impressions. I heard you paint houses. All right, that's enough. Play it some more. Frank loves it. So, no. And now that's three more clicks to go along with the other Yeah. Eight. You know what? Play it the whole show. <laughs> keep it. Keep it. It'll look good for uh, advertisers. But my, uh, my table tennis video had been up for four days and had like 3,000 views. Beautiful. And all of a sudden- it was up to 80,000, like 70,000 this morning or 50,000. Now it's up to 80,000. And I don't understand why. I do. Yeah. It's interesting Genius. to Morgan Freeman call a ping pong match. Yeah. It's going to be Gruden playing that's ping fun. pong. That's fun. Yeah. I mean, not to say your other stuff isn't good, but that's like an art piece. Yeah. The, the Irishman thing is like, oh, okay, I see what he's doing. He's showing off. This is you playing <laughs> ping pong. It is. It where was. It's I kind worked of hard like, on it. I yeah. worked really, really hard. It looks good. So I'm at this uh, event. That's casino and Frank uh, was there the two nights before me doing like this big auditorium or big room or whatever it is at the casino. And they had your poster where you look very thin. And I get that a lot where people are like, what is he doing? And I'm like, ping pong. And people are like, what? I'm like, no, no, he's not like on a treadmill or working out or eating, right? He just plays ping pong all the time. I do and run. Like, I do. But I wouldn't call it running. Oh, you run now? I, it's, yeah, it's not, it's not running. It's moving my legs. You do slowly. ping pong road work? Like a boxer? <laughs> I'd like to see that. Like you, 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 you see him you... like doing like, uh, you know, shadow pong. I do shadow pong. I do shadow pong. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see this. Oh, yeah. Do, do, yeah. do you take With your paddle hood on? and try yeah. to? Try yeah. to hit a chicken. Yeah. I, I, I find a lot of times that I have a problem where my left arm drops down. It's just yeah. like boxing where you have to keep it up. Oh, yeah. Keep the, the both hands up. It's balance and all that type of stuff. And probably more boring than boxing. Is this a good opportunity to have Freddie Roach be your coach? Oh, yeah. <laughs> would you like that? Yeah, I would love to. That's- so I fire is Frank Caliendo right now. We have him out there, and he's really done a great job getting his hands up to his face, and I really think he's got a great chance to beat most of the Asian nations and for sure all of the California southwestern region. of. Got to keep your hands up, Frank. Come on. So he's shadow punks. We really have him out there trying as hard as he can. I think he's as good as Manny Pacquiao at Pong and all of Manny Pacquiao's family. Just brutal. It isn't. It's what lovely. he sounds it's like. Lovely. I didn't. I didn't mean it like that. I just mean it. I've been working real hard on that. That's great. Thanks. So you. You have that. And yeah, I have got- shadow pong. <laughs> <laughs> Something uh, crazy happened last week. We did the Ron Wolfley yeah. impressions. Mm. Really weird. That merge into a lot of other stuff, and they took off, especially in Arizona. Yeah. It went crazy to the point, Scott. I don't know if uh, if you know this. They started talking about it during the Cardinals game. Oh, yeah. And you didn't. You didn't tell me. I never knew that Dave Pash. Yeah, is That's he Dave. is the conduit between Bill Walton, yes. who he does all those games with, and Ron. He he is with insane people <laughs> yeah. all the time doing games. Yeah. It's like. Uh, it's crazy that guy, and he—that's why he's probably so brilliant with Walton because he's worked with Wolfley for so many years. Correct? Am I off yeah. on this? Because oh, no. I didn't know he's got—he's got Bill Walton Junior College for football with Wolfley that trains him <laughs> for the ESPN games that he's got with Bill. Yeah, Walton. it's pretty amazing how similar they actually are 
and things they say that Pass just has to drive right through the giant wall yeah. that they create for him. So football, football gives you a little time to uh, kind of, you know, marinate that where right. basketball Walton will go for like four minutes and there'll be 30 points. Walton scored. goes for and four minutes talk. when you say hello. I actually emailed him because a friend of mine, his son, they were going to the Arizona game, uh, the Gonzaga Arizona game. And I told, I told, wanted to tell Bill that they were going to be there uh, in case they could say hello. Right. And Bill, this is the email I get from Bill. Thank you, Frank, for your kindness in my life. I'm in South Bend for UCLA Notre Dame earlier today. We could have used you. I miss and love you more than words can tell. Thanks. Shine on. Good everything forever. Please let me know how I can ever help you. Much love and eternal gratitude. BW. That's a thank you text. Yeah, no, oh that was that gosh. was like, hey, Bill, what's up? Yeah, <laughs> that is insane. And he turns what, into F. Scott Fitzgerald every time you tweet him. <laughs> and what's amazing is all those long words, all that rambling on and on, and then he signs it BW. <laughs> right? Like he doesn't even, not even Bill Walton, Esquire. Yeah, he said enough. Yeah. So we have the audio of Bill Walton. Uh, no, Bill Walton. same thing. Of Bill Walton reading that tweet no. <laughs> we have audio of bill uh, good lord man yes ron wolfley bill wolfley <laughs> just call him bill <laughs> ron wolfley and dave pash during the arizona cardinals yeah, it's the fourth quarter it's a blowout by the way and they're bored i am finally bringing john holmberg into the fray in Arizona. Yeah. I'm Thank making you. him. You, you did. You helped me out. I finally brought you. Finally, a station that I'm beating in the ratings is talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, Toledo? Did you hear uh, Frank Caliendo this week? Caliendo and Holmberg. Yes, I did see it. I thought it was off. <laughs> I thought their impersonations were off. So that's the classic move because – Wolfley kind of likes it, but at the same yeah. time, that, but there's this denial of sports guys like, I thought it was good, oh. but not awful. It was somewhere in between awful and hideous. David, there's no way that sounds like me. I just can't <laughs> believe anyone would say it does. Where is he coming from? I don't the angle. What's the angle, David? What does he believe? Where's his foundation? How does he hear it? He doesn't, clearly. He He's got from? a hearing impairment problem. It causes him to say stupid stuff. David! You know what he needs, David? Cochlear implants. <laughs> That would allow him to hear us in a better situation. And it would just make him better at his job. <laughs> that was the cowardly lie. Yeah. Put him up. Put him, Put him up. up. <laughs> <laughs> See, because the best thing about his impression is it's so it's goofy. It can a go a thousand directions. It's a lot and of things. What do we have so far? Home. Jesse Ventura. Jesse, the cowardly lion. And then I always say that it's Ron Wolfley's cartoon dog. Is the impression I'm actually doing? It's like there's such an exaggeration that if you had a dog, that's the voice he you is do for the Hannah dog. Barbera. Yeah, and the dog yeah. dog is like a. Uh, it's a crime fighting wolfly dog. Wolf. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was gonna say. It's yeah. the wolf. Uh, we have to get out there and solve this mystery, David. <laughs> Keep playing it. Tonight. I said. I thought well, the impersonations said, were awful. As a matter of fact, come on. I've got five year olds that do a better <laughs> me than Caliendo was <laughs> doing. How many does Holbert, he have? I don't know what Holmberg was doing. <laughs> but it's not supposed to be like a real impression. It's supposed they're supposed to have fun with it because if they try to do exactly you, then it's not as funny. 
I mean, if they do it exactly like you, that takes away from the humor. The point is to... So it, let exactly. me get this right. You watched it, of and you thought I it was funny. It. I thought it was hilarious. Well, I, I did think it, it was kind of funny as well. I, sent it to I will say that. I did think it was funny, but I thought it was bad impersonations. Uh, the the way you wear your hat when you do the radio show and then the gyrations during uh, the Pantera call-out, <laughs> but I still thought the funniest thing was the David, calling everybody David and your <laughs> infatuation with Kyler Murray and how you wanted to take him home. Wait a minute, though. I... <laughs> The Kyler Murray thing, see, that was so blown out of proportion. Do I like Kyler Murray? Yeah. Am I calling him a franchise quarterback like Paul Calvisi's calling him? No. You're just mad because Holmberg said Warrior Princess instead of Warrior Queen. Right. He messed that part up. <laughs> Stephanie's mad. That's that's all that matters here. I mean, I've heard Caliendo do you, and I've heard him. He told me that you and Walton are very similar. Like, it comes from the same place in the diaphragm, but I had never heard Holmberg do it. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was kind of funny. I must have oh, There you go. Still bad impersonations. Bad impersonations. It, it's supposed to be bad. Bad makes it good. Whatever. My favorite part, and you pointed this out in a text yeah. to me too, is that he can just go back to calling the game oh, in the middle of it. There's, Bash is incredible at that. And that's the Walton Wolfley training. Yes. Alphabetically. And there's... Yeah, sorry. I have the full thing with the play calls in it. Okay. That, my buddy at the Cardinals cleaned it up to just give me that. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it's okay. so great. The play calls are what I, the play calls are actually the best part of it, yeah. in my opinion. Maybe go and find it on there. Yeah, give the first Baker Mayfield one because Pash is just so smooth about like getting from and all those play by play guys. It's on almost Radio Bob Euchre in Major League yeah. bouncing ball down third baseline. <laughs> just a bit outside. <laughs> he tried the corner and missed. <laughs> Did you hear? Uh, Frank Caliendo this week. Caliendo and Holmberg. Yes, I did see it. I thought yes. it was awful. I thought their impersonations were awful, as a matter of fact. Come on. I've got five-year-olds that do a better me than Caliendo <laughs> is like doing. And Holmberg, I don't know what Holmberg was doing. <laughs> but it's not supposed to be like a real impression. It's supposed They're supposed to have fun with it because if they try to do exactly you, then it's not as funny. But if they exaggerate so as Mayfield drops back the throw, <laughs> fires to hunt out of the backfield of the five. He's up to the 10 of the 15. Oh, yeah, NFL football breaks out. I mean, if they do it exactly like you, that takes away That's from the human. unbelievable yeah. how great that is as right. like as Baker Mayfield drops back. I can't even do it now. That's the old Vin Scully thing that I used to always do. The, the impression uh, of Vin Scully is always amazing because he would always tell a story in the middle of the weirdest thing, give you the count. And that's why when Los Angeles had the team move here and they stole all those homes from Mexicans, two and one to Jaeger, we had to deal with And it was like, what just happened? What did he say? But in the middle of the story, he'd break back to the, the last pitch, low and away to Gonzalez. But they had many people here who had their homes destroyed by the family that brought the Dodgers all the way here. That one's down in the dirt. <laughs> it's, it's just smooth. I wish that worked in, in real life. But in I like to get that in baseball it feels like it would be a lot more break time for yeah. that to happen. For Pash to do that in a football game. Incredible. It's insane. And he can do it in basketball, which is even harder. That's and the hockey guys, Doc Emmerich, the guy on NBC. He's the best. Unreal. Because he can call the fastest sport in the world, throw in information while the puck's being passed and still call who's got everything. It's those guys it's such an underrated skill because the, when you know when it's uh an underrated skill that the only time you notice is when they're bad. Like the like when they're good, it's just acceptable and you know whatever. But when they're bad, you're like, whoa, this guy can't do it.
You know, he tries to tell a story, stumbles all over himself, forgets what he was talking about, gets blocked by the next play. And the good ones, like, Pash is so smooth. He's been good since he got here. He's he's amazing. And there's there's 25 of them across the country that are all pretty darn good at it. And, you know, it would be amazing if that happened in real life. <laughs> I didn't have anywhere to go. Though. Oh, was, you didn't? Oh, okay. I <laughs> see that was what I Pash wouldn't have that? done. No, or, no. Or you just, just didn't want it to sound Don't bitty. you just wish it would, though? Like, you could just say, like, you... Like your brain worked that way, where you could function on three different levels. Conversation, look what I just saw, without looking like you've got ADD. Listen, honestly, I struggle with one. You've yeah, seen it. same. I mean, well, because both of us have the same brain, where it's like if I get distracted, everything that just yeah, happened, it's it doesn't over. exist anymore. Yeah, it's done. It's it's Thanos's snap. That's what happens. <laughs> everything just goes away, and I don't even remember what yeah. happened in the dusting. We need infinity stones to have conversations. Oh, wait, wait. I'll I'll go gather. You want to you want to go back in time? <laughs> Five years ago, we lost. All of us. Do you trust me? I do. <laughs> and now pronounce us husband and husband. No. It's okay. That just happened. Why? We can't be on the Hallmark Channel. No, they... they, uh, they I know back. they came back around. It's a lot of... I mean, it's just people fighting back and forth. It's just... I, I, I don't even want to get into that. So <laughs> I, I, I thought I, I did. Got into, I got into that with my wife just last night about the Hallmark Channel. And yeah. Just, okay, you get... We're going to get into it, Frank. We'll be right back. Yeah. Okay, but the, bouncing the, ball down the, third base, <laughs> two and one to long. Get back into the lesbian kissing spot. Well, first off, I just want to tell you, I must have said David 150 <laughs> times this week because it made me laugh every time yeah. thinking of the way you say David. David, that's David. a terrible impression. And I thought about that too, and he does address people with their names all the time, and he calls me Frankie. Oh, he does? Like he always goes to the double syllable. See, I would assume he would just hit your F and the K real hard. Frank. Nope. Frankie. 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 Come over here a second and let's talk about it. <laughs> Dave. You know, what? what is that about when a person just decides that they're going to throw in a Y or an IE on yeah. the end of your name? Like you're an adult man and someone goes, <laughs> hey, Scotty. And you're like, look, no one's called me Scotty since I was like seven, and my grandpa called me that. Yeah. Where do you get off yeah. throwing in Scotty? I Man. mean, it's that's a called, Johnny or Frankie or a lot of that that's about? the East Coast. Yeah, I would work yeah. somewhere with George Cantor. They'd be like, "Hey, Georgie, yeah, they can't like, help it." What? Well, now we know why Scott gets so angry at the Hallmark Channel. He's got some buttons. You can't even call yeah, him Scotty. The, here, here's the well. The, buttons let me just try to explain that uh i'm what I'm, I'm watching this on the news with my wife and i'm like how do you feel about that i mean like obviously i i'm gonna tell you i watched two women kiss in the in the ad and it's like oh that's nice and i have no problem with it and i'm i would i've i've been very out front for decades that gay people should get married at the same time if 80 percent of the people who watch the hallmark channel don't like to watch same sex people kissing and what happens when dudes do it where it really changes things a yeah, little bit when it's not why hot. don't they have the right maybe to not have to show that ad it's it's complicated i mean yeah. life is complicated and there are times where if the hallmark channel was the president of the united states and they said you know gay people can't kiss that's one thing <laughs> it's but the when hallmark it's a channel, channel you know where where 80% of the people that watch it probably do there's only one channel that probably had more problem with gay people kissing, and it's the uh, the Christian Broadcasting Network. So <laughs> I would like to see like, that. Run that. Yeah, I mean, I, but think I mean, of how long you have to stay mad. Oh, my God. I just saw two people on the Hallmark Channel kissing. I know. I better go over to the internet and find out how to contact me. You type in Hallmark.com, and you go frequently ask questions. You go down, contact us. I mean, how long do you have uh, no, to stay angry? I, I don't it? think because it was a group. 
Yeah. So I think the groups have it all set up for them. I mean, and then on the other both group. sides, on yeah. both sides, everybody's got everything. They raised got, the money for it. They've got right. bots well, that like. are ready to go out, and, and there are people listening to different shows. And you've you've been a victim of this. Oh, I know well. it all day. People listen to shows with an agenda just to try and call you out. But who's stuff. doing that to the Hallmark Channel? If if this country's you know on the uh, if it's too racy to watch the Hallmark Channel, we're all done. They're trying to tell the NBC to fire Jay well, Leno. No. If Jay Leno is the new Andrew Dice Clay, I quit. Everything. Wait a second. I didn't think you just created a bit. Hickory dickory duck. This chick was checking my clock. I just, you know, I cleaned it up a little bit. I, I know what Andrew Dice Clay did, but I, I just wanted to be a little nicer and stuff, you know. Me, 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 me. So uh, she's got a mouth around my. Anyway. Chin. Chin, chin, chin on my chin. It's got long and had an opening for the. Uh. Podcast that uh, fit pretty well with it. Oh, she, she was sucking my chin. Hey. I couldn't understand. No one's no one's been hiring me off my uh, off of this podcast for corporate events, so I'm just going to go, go a different it, angle. Man. I'm going to start going edgy yeah. again. You know? She's sucking my chin, and I, I spit on her. No, so that's what you say. I said sucking, sucking, sucking. sucking. And, and, well, you know, I'm not going to go crazy. Yeah, I'm going to be. Got to it Yeah. So if Jay Leno and the Hallmark Channel are just way too. Uh, far away for the norm, uh, we're done. We're all done. That's enough because it's just stupid. It's it, We've lost our minds. You have to stay angry so long to see something yeah. on TV, get up, call someone, say, I'm angry. Then they get to somebody and say, we'll get a group together. I just don't understand why it can't be like, ugh, I didn't like that. I did. And then move on. I made a mistake and looked at a little bit of the Twitter back and forth. Oh, and it God. was like, they uh. buckled. And then everybody's like, no, they buckled the first time. Yeah. Was, they double buckled. They, I almost went Ron Wolf. Like, they double buckled, David. <laughs> it was a double buckling. David, David, tell them, tell what happened to Frankie. Frankie doesn't believe it, but it was a double buckle, David. Frankie and Johnny on the podcast talking about us. As though we were lovers. And you have to double buckle when you're defending Kyler Murray. Because <laughs> you double buckle your shorts and your shoes because he'll rock you right out of them. Otherwise, he'll just go underneath your legs. You're going to say it in the end. I wish I had a double buckle, David. David, have you ever played croquet? When you hit the ball with the mallet, that's Kyler Murray going under the legs of the defensive front. <laughs> It is. Mine's Waltoning. Yeah. It's, it always yeah. goes a different totally. way. It always Waltons. And I'm visualizing poor Dave Pash. This is his nightmare every night when he goes to sleep. These two voices. On both sides of him. Both sides. Oh. Just talking to him, and he's like, oh, 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 yeah. I, can't, I can't handle anymore. Well, we, could have, handle. Yeah. we could have angel and devil Ron Wolfley. <laughs> David, go ahead. You have to do David, if you do this, it'll be the end of you. But I think it's worth it. David, don't clear your browser history. Just let it go. She's never going to look there, David, and it doesn't matter. You were supposed to be the angel. Oh, I'm sorry. I really like it. You didn't even do it. I think there's two of us. I should probably be the angel. (laughs) I think maybe you go there. I didn't realize that that's where you were going. She doesn't know what angel and porn looks like. It's blurred out anyway. You're doing the right thing here, David. (laughs) They blur out their genitalia. All right, Kyler Murray, back to pass. Why is my favorite part pixelated? Why did Disney get hold of this porn? Pixels. Wait a second. This is TikTok. This is Kelly. Frankie, what are you doing? Transition. I was. You saw it. I saw it. Saw it was it. happening. Yeah, I was looking for. It. I'd been looking Thinking. for a little bit, but I wanted to let it. I wanted right. to let no, it. Go. You let it breathe. Let no, it breathe. It's coming out. Coming through. Yeah. 
Moving on to the Patriots. Big show. A lot of stuff we got to fill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fill it. Got a big show tonight. Once we get this thing started, big show. Do you love that in talk shows? They spend the first three minutes telling you how great the show is going to be. They just have nowhere to go a lot of nights. Big show tonight. Got a big show. Oh, we have a big show, Andy? Got a big show. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable, Conan. <laughs> yeah, it's always that. Unbelievable. You're not going to believe we have. Who's on the show? By big the way, show. there was one time, I remember years ago, I saw an Andy Richter sketch where he was driving the desk on Conan oh, Ryan. Oh, well, they used to drive that desk all over the place. And I don't know what was going through my head, because I don't think I'd been on television yet. I was like, I'm on TV. Why am I on TV? Oh, right you now? thought it was Because Andy Richter. <laughs> there was also a band when I was on Conan one time. That they came, one of the guys from the band came over and uh, talked to Andy Richter and was like, oh, great set. That was very funny what you did. He thought it was you. Yeah, he thought it was No kidding. Yeah. And Andy goes, I think he thought it was you. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard you do that before. Yeah, well, that's kind of it. You're probably not going to hear it again because it was, was that Gary just, Sinise? It was, it was good. down Larry, Louis Anderson. <laughs> oh, no, don't hey, do that. It again. was. Here we go. Hey. Here we go. Hey, Bring them back every week if you want. What's this Ron Wolfing stuff? Survey says. He's a big one, David. We've got to get into the Patriots and the video. Yeah. Because we have some audio from that as well. Oh, Jay Glazer. Great. Uh, oh, you were just in heaven, right? Heaven. Jay Glazer goes on Fox NFL Sunday. He's like, guys, it's, it's just some of the stuff that we're looking at is just, why, why am I turning into Ron Wolfley? <laughs> everybody's Ron Wolfley. Everybody's, everybody's freaking Ron Wolfley. And uh, it's just, it's it's pretty incriminating, everything that you're about to see here. Uh, let's throw to the tape, and I'm going to do some bicep curls. <laughs> and this is a piece you're filming on your advanced scout? Yeah. Yeah. Come on, guys. Oh. I don't see the advanced scout in this footage. No, it's not. We were trying to get some field perspective. My bad. My bad. That's not the no. field. My bad. I'm the, and I, that's why you would think you could take that. I didn't know. 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 I didn't you know, it goes into the uh, deleted folder. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll probably keep it there. I'll delete it on the deleted folder, too. I don't have a backup. But this <laughs> Look at this. It's a single shot of the coaches. So, Bengal security, it means. So, here's the fun of Wait a second. I, that, that's a fantastic. I really enjoyed it. Do you think this suit fits? <laughs> that's amazing. That's a good one. <laughs> the amazing part is, is that. They know they're wrong because if you catch me filming something like, hey, you can't be doing that, I'm like, oh, I can't? Like, no. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm totally sorry. I, I don't say, I'm with Robert Kraft, which is their first thing before the guy started to tape him. He's like, we didn't do nothing. We'll just delete it. Nothing. Nothing wrong here. It just goes away. It all goes away here. <laughs> he thought he was a Jedi. Yeah, he just, yeah. Nothing These aren't the droids you're looking for. <laughs> what are you doing? So, yeah, he, uh, they, they acted guilty throughout the whole thing. And then, I, you know, I, I've been... They sound... I, I want to protect them because they've brought me in to, to do shows for them and pay me well. <laughs> The Patriots? Yeah. I've done a couple <laughs> shows for the Patriots. He'll be all right. And I'm probably never again. They probably don't have any tape of it. They destroyed tapes like... Oh, yeah. We deleted it over yeah, here. we delete all that over here. But you're right. The, the way they come off is 
all-out guilt. It's 100%. We, we are doing this on purpose. Yeah. And I just said, I was getting B-roll. I just let it run. But even B-roll, if you know about anything with video, is 45 seconds, this direction, this direction, this direction. Let's get the heck out of here. Especially the guy has been doing it for 18 years. He knows how to get B-roll without just letting it run in a singular spot. I read an article this week, very interesting. And I can't remember who wrote it. And I, I should have written it down, but I did Dave didn't. Pash. It was Dave, Dave Pash. Pa- David I believe it. Was, I believe it was Comey. I think Comey. Oh, you, yeah, Comey wrote this. Comey's been yeah. busy, and it probably is. I've read a lot of his stuff, and it's very good. And he he, he put his foot in this one. But a, a writer, uh, a sports writer, wrote that last year um, there was a Mike they, Mike the coaches for the Super Bowl, uh, and um, Belichick was flipping out at ten to three in the Super Bowl that he couldn't see uh, Sean McVay. He couldn't see him, and he kept saying, "Where's McVay, Josh? Where's McVay? I can't find him." And uh, finally. Uh, Josh McDaniel says something. He goes, okay, oh, he's just he's a little bit shy of the 40. I, I got him. I got him. And it's like, why is he watching that coach so closely if not to see some of these, you know, like signals or something that's going on? And coaches don't watch each other like that. And uh, the writer's like, I, it was a 10-3 to game against a team that averaged 30 points a game last year and was at that point about 210 yards below their season average for the game. They were getting blasted off the field. And and he's screaming, where's the coach? I can't see him. I can't see him. And it's only a seven-point lead. So whatever advantage he was looking for, and he said, I didn't want it to mean anything then, and now I can't help but think it did, that there's something more to what's going on with this team than we'll ever know. Well, I just I don't think they care anymore. I really don't. I mean, I like – you know, I, I think the whole organization, it's just like, well, I, I didn't do anything. And I wouldn't be surprised if uh, the Patriots in the playoffs, you see a guy banging garbage cans like the yeah. Astros, <laughs> you know, like they, they just don't care anymore. Yeah. I mean, they're they're going to just say we didn't do it. You got an owner who's uh, got a hot wife and is worth billions. And well, no, she would passed away, and, though, isn't she? Oh, no, no, no. no. He's got a no, new the hot, oh, he does the have a new hot, hot one. The second no, hot the, one. Oh, really? No, no, yeah. No, she, yeah. he's got a cold wife and a hot wife. Oh, yeah. The, the hot wife is like 40 years younger, 50 and years And very younger. much alive. Right. And he still was like, you know what? I'm going to go get a cheap handy in Florida. <laughs> he doesn't care either. No <laughs> one cares there. They don't yeah. care. Uh, you know, the Patriots never hired me to do a super. It's like, they're da- <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're daring the league to do something about it. Uh, they got away with a half a million dollars. That was Terry Bradshaw's thing after that thing on Fox when he just goes, I can't believe they would write a $500,000 check and do it again. I I can't believe that. I just happen. don't see it happening. I yeah. write lots of checks. And I write one for five hundred grand. I'm not writing another yeah. one for five hundred grand. That's that's seven hundred grand. <laughs> but I just I, I look at the whole thing and I'm kind of like that would be their out is to go. You think we're that stupid? We we do this again and people are like of course you're not that stupid. But then they'd wink and nod at each other like, yeah, we got them on the, on the flip it all the way around. It's 360 degrees all the way the other way, and we're the ones going, you couldn't possibly do this again. Who was uh, the guy who did the original candid camera? Was that Alan, Alan Funt? Funt? Alan Funt. Funt. Do you notice that Robert Kraft sounds kind Funt. of like We thought it would be funny. We thought if- it would be funny if we put a camera... <laughs> On the Cincinnati Bengals, <laughs> after we'd already been in trouble multiple times, let's see what happens. But we twisted it. We let the Bengals, we thought it would be funny to put another one on us. Now it's candid, candid camera. Candid. <laughs> it's kind of like the double Wolfly. <laughs> it's Wolfly Angel and Wolfly Devil. What is clearly winning. Yeah, I just, I look at this as, 
I mean, uh, you watch that Outside the Line special uh, that they did about the first tape thing, and it is confirmed when they said Belichick had his own private room of tapes that they found that were all bad. Notes like crazy against teams, including the 2000, this is personal to me, 2001 Steelers playoff game with notes and specific plays written down already. From the practice, Heinz Ward said on the field they were calling out our plays on defense by the names we installed that week. But a no player would ever talk about this? That's the thing that makes you wonder how many teams are up to something. But Heinz yeah, Ward that's did. Heinz that's, Ward, a, that's a great point yeah. because I've talked to plenty of people and – Whenever I hear things in so NBA, everything, everybody's cheating somehow. Has to. But there's certain levels of it. Like, because Heinz Ward and Bill Cowher, in 2001, Bill Cowher went into the, the locker room and said, it's like they know our plays. We have to do some adjustments. I mean, they're dropping eight on our passes, uh, and we don't know why. Or that was 2004. So they were dropping eight in our passing game. And uh, they had a rookie quarterback threw the ball 18 times a game. And the first 15 plays, the Patriots were dropping eight DBs against Roethlisberger, who never threw. And so you look, and they, and he even said it going to the half. It's like they know our plays. So you know, they're, tip your cap to them. We got to really do some adjusting. Um, and then you know, when Heinz Ward said they're calling out our plays by name that we installed during practice that week, and they're calling the plays out by name, like the blah 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 blah. And we're like, that's what we call it. We changed the name because we have similar plays. We just installed those like Wednesday. And you're shouting them out. So that, that's when they have a mole. Well, that's it. it. That's happen. when you have somebody close by that they know. But I mean, not even close by on the team. Somebody's but that's that's happened too. When Legarrette Blunt or not? Uh, yeah, it was Legarrette Blunt with the Steelers just walked off the field, and then later kind of admitted that he'd talked to Stephen Ridley, who shared an agent with him, and said, "If I left, would the Patriots pick me up?" Because right. the agents aren't allowed to do that, and you're not allowed to talk to coaches, but the players can talk to each other. I asked his agent, said, yeah, if LeGarrette Blunt became available, what do you guys do? We'd take him. Tell Stephen Ridley to tell LeGarrette Blunt. LeGarrette Blunt leaves the field because he didn't, he didn't want to be the James backup. To, he didn't want to, and James Harrison was another. Like, they know. And, you know. Bring, well, I was going to say, bring in Kurt Warner right now and have yep. him discuss the first Super Bowl oh. because that's the one, that's the one that I, I feel like was the most egregious because and, – and he didn't do anything illegal what – what Belichick basically did was is he had Ty Law and his thugs just mug those receivers, yeah. and they called some of it because playoffs, they don't call it as much. And, but he knew that's the only way we're going to stop him to the point where they changed the rules the following yeah. year. So whose fault is that? I don't know if it's Belichick or not, but that's how he won the first Super Bowl as a yeah. coach because that team was the best offense I still have ever seen. They, yeah. You could not stop them. And they had Marshall Falk and they had three all pro receivers and, uh, and Warner was just on fire. And yeah. at the same time that that was not a particularly great uh, Patriots team, but he realized this is the way I means a genius at, at, you know, nefarious, nefarious <laughs> kind of, I mean, he's like a Batman villain. Like, you know, he's always two steps ahead. You know, and I mean, it's like he's kind of quiet. You know, he doesn't talk loudly so anyone can really hear him. Yeah. You know, I'm sure that's part of it, why he always talks quietly. Belichick because- might be on Batman. He might be the whisper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, whisper. we're just going to – here's here's how you're going to meet your demise, Batman. I'm going to tie you to a – He tells him exactly how it's going to be. Into a tub of water. It's a – Outdoor swimming pool, not in ground, above ground pool. We're on to Gotham. <laughs> We're on to Gotham. 
He's yeah. kind of the opposite acting style of Nicholson and Frank Gorshwin, where they're totally Gorsh- over Gorshwin. the top. He was very I good. You always Frank Gorshin. Gorshwin. Gorshwin is was a, a composer. Piano. Yeah, he was an amazing composer. I, I'm going to tell you, it's Gershwin, but close um, enough. But it's Gorshwin and oh, it's, Gershwin. I, I'm combined. sorry, it's Gershwin. Yeah, it's Gherkin. Let's say there's Gherkin. let's say there's six hundred thousand people listening to this. There were only two people that were irritated. <laughs> that was the two impressionists. How dare you, Gorshin? We, we hear everything. Who? No, no, I, I, I get it. Yeah, Supposedly. yeah. I mean, I, I, Gershwin, Rich Littleton. <laughs> oh, they're all the best. John Briner. Oh, some of the uh, Jim Crary. Oh, Dana. John Briner. Dana Carney. All the best. Fred Traveling Sideshow. Fraud. Oh, tra- fraud. Fraud. Traveling. One of the best things that ever happened to me was on the ESPN LA gave me an award, the the first annual Fred Travelina Award. Where is it? And oh, why isn't it here? While Fred Travelina was still alive and could have won it. <laughs> That's great. Did Roy Firestein give it to you? The great Cecil B. DeMille Award, and Cecil hands it to you. That's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's the fantastic. first, and not even like second or third, the yeah. first one. It was the very first one. Yeah. And he should have won the inaugural Fred Travelino Award. Yes. You'd, You'd think, think that. he yeah. would get the first award. But you were better that year. It's true. He didn't work his own name into us. He wasn't done TikTok. Yeah. TikTok, you don't <laughs> stop. Means, yeah. Scott, you wanted to get into. Well, are there any other sports things you guys want to get into? Because Scott has a had a an essay that he put together yes, about I, Rudolph. I, I, I well, they found well, a uh, they found a dead body at M and T Stadium in a porta john. I don't know if you guys saw. No, that. I didn't. Baltimore. Just saying, if it's the perfect week for me as a Steeler fan that the Patriots are committing <laughs> crimes again and Ray Lewis is back in action, this is all fantastic. It was perfect until Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, yeah. Well, no. Look, that I need. I need oh. something to shine a light on my Ooh. week after the Steelers Bills game Sunday night. But I mean, if oh. the, if we are going back fifteen years in NFL time and the Patriots are filming again and Ray Lewis is leaving bodies behind, I, I'll take this season all day long. This has been good for me. The guy that decided to flex that for NBC lost his job. Yeah, right? he's out. He had to have because <laughs> he's bringing in Buffalo, which has a very small uh, audience. Yeah. The Steelers are obviously a big team, but they've got a four-string quarterback that yep. no one cares about. I mean, you know, well, they were trying to sell true. the job. Well, outside of Steeler fans. Yeah. Chris Collinsworth. Yeah. Uh, so, no, that was... Ugh. It was a tough one to watch. Okay, so what? what we're, we're around Christmas. What is your favorite kids' Christmas show that you remember growing up watching? Which one? Oh, you're going to bash this for... I know where you're going with this. I'm going to tell no, you. No, I'm, I'm not. It's my Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It's the, the Rankin and Bass. Mine is probably Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Great one. I also loved Yogi's First Christmas. Don't remember that. You don't remember Yogi Bear? No. I know no, who I've he is, but I don't that remember one. that one. He had always hibernated, and this year he decides to stay up. <laughs> hey, boo-boo. But he knew about Christmas? He knew legend. <laughs> the of legend of Christmas. He was still, he still was Christian. <laughs> He's a Christian bear. And he knew the real story of Christmas, but he wanted to have Santa Claus Christmas. And I, as a little kid, I would stay up and watch that and wait for Santa Claus. No kidding. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I remember clearly being 16, 17 years old watching. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. I, I don't. I didn't find his money. Cause... But it's, no, as a little kid. <laughs> I believed it. Yeah, that's, there's a lot of truth. <laughs> 
Uh, you do not if, if you don't believe, you don't receive. But he, yeah, Cindy Bear was there. Hot, wow. hot Cindy Bear. And Cindy decided not to hibernate. She'd either. be great on TikTok. Oh yeah, Cindy Bear. Cindy Bear. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, that's an automatic like right there. I don't think the Ranger's gonna like you with your pants off, Cindy. B a r e. Cindy Bear. I'm sure every brony would all be all at these guys that are the bronies, <laughs> yeah. which is the most sick thing ever. <laughs> the bronies are pretty good. Life. So Yogi's oh. pretty good. I, I got to see this. I, I also loved the the um, the year without a Santa Claus and the one with the, the mice in the clock. It was the night before Jeez. Christmas, that whole thing. You remember them all. Oh, yeah. I, I love yeah. a lot. I loved a lot of stuff. I'm impressed. So, I watched the year without a Christmas bef- with, with the year without a Santa Claus? Twins. You're without a Santa Claus, I mean, uh, an hour before the show with my 11-year-old twins, who I told, um, and we watch every year because that's the greatest one. It's got the the heat miser and the snow miser, and I'm watching the heat miser, and I'm like, The cold miser. I believe it's the cold miser. I think it's Gershwin. (laughs) Snow miser. No, no, it's snow miser. Oh, is it snow miser? He just watched it. Okay, you just watched it. I'm sorry. Snow miser and the heat miser, and the heat miser, very Trumpian, uh, same hair color, uh, I'm, I'm too much. Mr. Heat Miser. Yeah. I'm Mr. Fun. I'm Mr. Heat Miser. I'm Mr. 101. <laughs> well, when he goes, I'm too much, you know, that, you just hear Trump going, I'm too much. That's I'm great. terrific. So I'm watching this, but uh, w- what made me think about Rudolph was because Rudolph was my favorite as a kid. Same. And I, I, and I, and I share the story, and that was my second, the one you were talking about, Frank. But uh, I shared last week that I had a kind of a torture relationship with my dad. My dad every year would get me one big gift and then he would lord it over my head the whole year to do manual labor for him. And he would bring up what I got and I would actually be scared of what he was going to get me. And when he got me a moped when I was 12, <laughs> it was the most frightening and exciting moment at the same time because I'm like, oh my God, I really want this moped. But I know he's going to just have one thing after another I'm going to have to do for the next year. And he decided it was, he it was basically me- like being married. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, well, come on. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. But okay, here's what you're saying. Here's his father I'm, so, held his vagina hostage for you? Listen, no, that's not what I was saying. Oh. So, I, you're going to have to write that down. I didn't, I don't think I thought of that. <laughs> so, Nothing like it. Draw it. Change it. I, I get this moped. It, <laughs> draw it. My dad was Hold on poor. a second. He's going to draw that for me. Oh, my okay, God. Please. Go ahead. Oh, Beard. My. Oh, God. Oh, I'm going to throw up. Please do. <laughs> Look like a hot dog you've dropped on the ground. <laughs> Sorry, Scott. His drawings are grotesque. No, no, I, I believe it. So uh, I, I see the moped. It's exciting. Then I find out that the moped is the cheapest moped that was ever <laughs> made. It was made by the chainsaw company, Macola. It was not a Honda moped or anything like that that the other kids had. And he got it for me because it was like half the price. And the rule with this thing was you had to pedal and then flip like a thing in the back to make it start. So, <laughs> yeah. he, And he was like, well, you're not old enough to ride it, so you can uh, take it on your paper route because I had to have a paper route too to you know make any money. I didn't know no allowance. So uh, I would have to – like I could pedal it around the cops and then I would flip it to start it. Well, after three weeks, it was broken because my dad wrote it to work and it said no more than 200 pounds. And he was 225 (laughs) at that point. So there's my moped story. And this is where. So then I'm watching Rudolph and I'm like, no wonder um, Donner 
is as big a dick as my yeah. dad. I mean, right from the beginning, <laughs> he is talking about, oh, my Lord, look at this nose of yours. Yeah. Cover it up. You could be with Santa, but no, you can't be with Santa. And yeah. so then uh, he covers it up, and Rudolph goes to, like, the uh, NFL Combine for reindeer, you know, and he's showing off, and he meets a doe, and, you know, Clarice, and she's, and he gets all excited and he jumps like, uh, she Vince Carter can. in his prime. You know, he's like up in the air, and then, and Santa's like, oh, that's impressive, uh, daughter. And then he's like, oh, my Lord, look at that freakish nose there. Oh, God, how could you do that to me? You know, it's what a dick Santa is. Yeah. So Santa is a dick. So <laughs> the next scene, you see Hermie. Uh, who's ridiculed at the Nike sweatshop that yep. they are in the North Pole because why? He wants to do something with his life, like help people being a dentist. I want to be a dentist. <laughs> that just like, yeah, get back there. And, you know, and then that cranky old mother, I am, Hermie, get back there and build your toys. <laughs> so he, Rudolph and Hermie break out, you know, they're like runaways. And they join together. Where do they land next? The land of the misfit toys where Santa where decides to dump all these disabled toys because they're not good enough for it. Like it's a Todd Browning freaks movie, you know, like from the thirties and wow. Santa's just a dick the whole time. <laughs> and then he's like, well, there's such a bad storm. And then he's like, you know, Rudolph, Cover that nose of yours. I can't focus. And then the narcissistic, selfish Santa's like, wait a minute. This could actually serve a purpose for me. <laughs> That's the whole show. That's the whole show. It's just yeah. it's like a house, a yeah. house revelation moment yeah. where he says a word and it's like, your nose is yeah. so bright. <gasps> yeah. Wait a tick. Oh. The best part of that whole thing is when Donner, when the when the thing falls off and, and they're in the reindeer practice, he goes, all right, all right. Nobody play with Rudolph anymore for reindeer <laughs> right. games. They just flat out say, discriminate against that one. What is the oh, thing? What's the thing where? Crazy. Oh, you have it. And why there does is, Rudolph? Why is there a noise every time his nose? Ooh. Yeah, it yeah. makes oh, sense. Yes. And I love. Look, th those Rankin and Bass, all of them, the best, are perfect. Yeah, they're like so good. I love them. And uh, you know, Dick Sean is the snow miser. He's just you know whatever the flaming fool wants. You know, it's like <laughs> these these jokes are like from the. <laughs> 50s They're you know like wow does it getting away with it and yeah. it's like you know mind your blood pressure hot cakes you know it's like <laughs> oh my gosh my uh it's just the best so i'm watching that and that one that so yeah. that's my santa story i'm sorry i tell you i think uh yeah. scott long has his first promo man he's oh, got a man. promo in that one I was a little passionate there, wasn't I? No, I loved Dave it. Passionate. Dave passionate. Dave passionate. <laughs> That's beautiful. Wow. Yeah, we've uh, I've I've uh, I've I've oftentimes thought that that is a uh, from the fifties kind of um, microcosm of society of, of Rankin and Bass trying to make the point of don't dismiss someone because they're different uh, in the in the worst possible way ever because it's like look you never know when you can use them. 
That's basically what it's like. It starts off like, oh, wow, you know what? Somebody different than me. Maybe we're kind of the same. But no, no, no. Only if you can use their abnormality <laughs> for your gains. That's the only time that's it's good. So- Otherwise, continue to dismiss them. No, nobody in those specials ever says, boy, were we wrong to do what we did. They're just like, oh, no. like you said at the end. He's like, hold on. Oh, this is for me. I love it. At a certain yeah. point in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Burl Ives says, and the women were sent home. <laughs> <laughs> they're not allowed to even look for the kid. It, it, and they, then they yeah. go off, and it's, but there's, there are some very sexist moments oh, in there. And I, am, and I am as against total political correctness. Well, I thought you were going to say women. But there are, yeah, that, there are <laughs> moments in that thing where I just, it's so cringy. It's great. That I, cringe. But it's funny because it's a sign of the times. Yeah. But people who are fighting those specials and saying that yeah. it's bad for kids to watch that's how kids treat each other uh, it that's is. Re- and that's how oh. parents your dad oh. was donner yeah your dad yeah. was that oh yeah a lot of us had parents that were that and they looked at you and went you're a problem yeah. you're not good enough or normal enough you're an and- abomination you'll ha- never have a future you're done here just because you're so uh, weird no that's you totally nail it frank that it was just frankie Frank, you Frankie, we're a yeah. couple of misfits, not a couple of nitwits. I love you, David. You can't fire me. I quit. David. Call the play. No, g- growing up, uh, I had a friend who had a deadbeat dad, and I was like actually jealous of him because his dad wasn't around. I mean, that, that's how scary my house was, you know? So I, I, oh. I'm watching it and I'm thinking, cause my, like my kids, um, you know, I'm, I basically learned lessons from my dad. I'm like, okay, don't be like that. Occasionally it pops out, you know, it's genetics and I'm right. half like my mom and my dad and I'm like, okay, calm down. But I'm, I'm, I finally last year after, right after Christmas, I'm like, dude, and I have twins, 11 year olds. Have you ever, have I ever told you about who I call my twins, uh-uh. the Cleveland Browns? Cause they're. <laughs> Good individually, but they suck as a team. <laughs> now that's a solid joke, right? That's, that's one a great joke. joke. Yeah, yeah. You that's should've... one joke you can buy. Where was that? That's great. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I have these twins, <laughs> and they're 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 eleven. They're eleven, or they're about to turn eleven, and they still believe in Santa. And I'm like, I don't believe you uh, believe in Santa. What I think, I know my son, who's very analytical, wasn't believing. I think he just realized that. If he asks Santa for like a $300 video game system, he thinks he can get it because he knows cheap dad, there's no way I'm going to buy it for him. So he pretends that there's a Santa. So I'm like, let's cut the ruse. I don't know. I think think you're, I I think I I disagree because because there's so much magic in their world with the internet and all the stuff there. So much is believable. And what you're saying right there, in case any kids are listening, fake news, <laughs> fake news. <laughs> well, well, how would no, you no think kids you were? Yeah, you no, 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 God, no. They they turned it. I off. mean, were you like nine, eight, or yeah, nine, I was nine or... years old. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd be like you know when you reach double digits and you still it's too it's long. Like, to me, it's too you, long. Too. Kids in middle school and they let it go for as long as possible. Because why not let it go? I mean, I I always got cringy when. People would talk about it around my kids. I just hide my kids from stuff because I don't know. I'm hiding Joey at 15 years old. He's like, Dad, uh, Dad uh, <laughs> gotta keep my. I think uh, I, I don't think I'm dead. in the know here. 
I feel like it's the opposite, though. You don't want your kid to be the one that's the last there one. There is a piece like, of that because Michelle had it c- <gasps> continuous. It was going, and she still does it. And a teacher, With Santa? A teacher's talking about Santa with Juliet there, and, and, and Michelle goes, and the teacher's like, oh, my God. And Juliet, who's 13, yeah. and it's like, oh, my God. And Juliet's, she also believes in the Valentine's Day chicken, <laughs> which, <laughs> which Michelle has, the See, Valentine's Day chicken. I have a very dark theory about Santa, and I mean really. Really? Dark. You? It's a Go dark for it, you want me David. To give it? I always think that, that this is the proof of how much kids want to believe in the magic because never once, even though they believe it to be true constantly, that Santa and his elves are always watching you all year long, every day, when you're asleep, when you're awake. Never once has a kid turned to his parents when there's like an abducted kid in the neighborhood and said, "This will be easy. Ask Santa where he is." I remember. We've never asking, turned to him and crying. I remember asking why the really poor kids didn't get as good a stuff as we well, did. Oh, that's and that's we did pretty astute. We, we were not. We yeah. were not rich by any means. Yeah, but there were just people who were poor, and I didn't think about the other end yeah. of it, like. Why are the richer kids getting right. way better stuff? Get better things? I always think that there's a kid who has been abducted who believed and thought, Santa's coming for me. <laughs> and then that's how he found out there isn't one. It's some <laughs> When that guy, guy's got Simpsons. him in a Santa's yeah. coming. I got no problem. Santa knows where I am. No big deal. Give it 24 hours. And like four days later, he goes, he ain't coming. <laughs> I got lied to, man. I'm just a misfit. <laughs> now I think I'm a nitwit. I'll be stuck in this Welsh. <laughs> Oh, shit. Ah, shit. It's not okay. Santa's not real, is he? <laughs> that's how they find out. Can you imagine? That's like I found out because my sister blabbed it. This kid found out in the bottom of a well <laughs> when it just hit him. There's no f-ing Santa. <laughs> I can't believe I bought that. Oh, God. The guy's back with the tray of beans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's dark. But it's it there. It's dark. It's very well, you dark. You were a kid when you no, said No, I tell dark. you, I think of, abdu- I I think of the abducted Santa a lot. Yeah. Nick, and I thought I was bad. But <laughs> you're got it. But like, think you know, about oh, it. Oh, shit. He Pizer's back. He Pizer. Give her down in there, David. <laughs> Our yeah, claymation way. Like, How I found out Santa's not real. My sister told me. Oh, I read it. I was in a well. <laughs> It's like Silence of the Lambs, yeah, yeah. you know, like you would put your junk between oh, oh, oh. your legs, you know, Santa. It puts oh. the lotion on the skin or it gets no presents this year. <laughs> that would be in, in Rudolph. Hello, Clarice. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be friends with Rudolph yeah. now. 5'11", 175 pounds, strongly built. Said he lived in Philadelphia, could have lied. How's your ability to, li- <laughs> to, to lead a sleigh? <laughs> Has an odd red nose. Puffy tail, small, miscast by his friends. Dr. Chilton, I presume. I'll save the child. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Everything's turning into Wolfley. Never, David. Yeah. Was that too dark? Did I throw the room off a little yeah, bit with yeah. my abducted child? I don't even I'm trying to think if we bleep the, the F word. Sure, you can. Yeah, it's still bleep it. It's fun. Yeah. No, I, it's sure. that, all yeah. that stuff's staying in. I mean, I want people to know <laughs> yeah. what we really are. I, well, I've, uh, look, I'm first to admit how dark my brain is. So yeah. that's, I never th- you never think of that. That some kid had to realize nobody's looking at me. Nobody can find me. And that means one thing. Okay, here, here's a little lighter edge of it. Here's the first thing my son said to me like three days later that made some sense to him about Santa. He's like, you know, I kind of knew because all Santa's presents 
were not put together very well. And now I realize it was you and he knows that I can't put anything together. I'm like, so, I mean, you know, it was like all my friends would get the same, like they'd ask for the same thing, but their thing would be their pinball machine. All four legs would stay together and mine would be wobbling, you know, cause I'm not good at putting yeah. stuff together. How about a moped? So, could you put that yeah. together? In a sec. Oh you could God. not David. I couldn't. And, but then, uh, and I would probably break it too. Yeah. I'd be weighing too much. I, mean, I there remember was a Joey getting limit. a pre- Joey got a present when he was about ten years old. He goes, "There's a price tag on that." <laughs> Santa has to buy. Santa has to buy the toys too. Can I uh, uh, digress a second and ask uh, Jose if he would animate my child realization uh, animation of Boy in the Well finding out there's no Santa? Because I think I really want to see that now. Yeah, well, I can't put it on anything. <laughs> just for me, I, I'll, oh, I'll just, gladly pay. Just for you and watch yeah, it. Just by for yourself. me, I'll watch it. Just go, man. That's exactly what I thought this would look like. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> his private collection, like Belichick. Yeah, it's my tapes that no one else can see. Some notes. Yeah, you're you're a browser clearer. Oh, I clear Definitely. browsers like oh, crazy. Yeah, I have a video right now on my phone that is, without question, the worst thing I've ever seen on the internet. Without question, you I'll just surf give you, on Duck I, Duck Hodges Go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I. Uh, it is what they do to a guy who uh, has sex with the wife of a cartel member. Oh, no. And it is the worst thing I've ever seen. And think of what I'm saying, the worst thing I've ever seen on the internet. This is the one video I've never been able to get all the way through. That's the island of miscut boys. Oh, it's there's no miscut. <laughs> this thing is cut cut. Yeah. And there's a dog involved. Oh. Yeah, it's bad. It's what should happen to Michael Vick. Let's I'm just gonna, say that. I'm going to be honest with you. I want to see it. I'll show it to you. And I want to do play by play. <laughs> you do not. No, I don't. You think you <laughs> oh, do. You don't. Until, Until you, you see what, it, man. Frank, yeah. I'll tell you what, man. Yeah. He's, he's really going for the juggler there. <laughs> this one. But that's a different juggler location than, than <laughs> I remember. <laughs> Speaking of members, <laughs> remember that guy. It's bad. This member. Merry Christmas, everyone. Members only. Man. I'll have Jose animate that, too. And fire yeah. It'll be a lot, lot easier to palette that way. Mm. We have... Zach Coleman with us today, who's uh, we should have mentioned earlier, but I yeah there he is got on a host. How's the time? Uh, we're two minutes. We we're gonna have to cut you from the show today. All right, <laughs> thanks for popping. Great, we're bump thanks, you. thanks for coming in. So many things to talk about. We just wanted to do an intro. Zach is gonna help us nerd out on. Uh, oh boy, yeah, no, yeah, Zach's fantastic. Zach's great. No, I'm worried for myself. Oh, whether well, or not I have the we, capability. Or- We've not had a real good uh, track record on nerdy. Zach's got a great track record. Zach's undefeated. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Two and but, but, I, yeah, two and zero. But you're right. That makes us two and five. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna get into that right now. Um, I keep getting it wrong. I keep thinking that you're gonna talk about Hanukkah because Zach is Jewish. Hey. Whoa. Yeah, we said it like that was a thing. I said it like it's good. Oh, you just did? assumed because uh, yeah. I'm Jewish that I would just. Talk about Hanukkah? Well, no, because that's what it was brought up by Toledo. <laughs> I got weird quick, but yes, we um, did. We thought exactly yeah. that. Yeah. I thought you'd bring presents. Frank, have you ever performed at a bar mitzvah or a bar mitzvah? Uh, is there a bat mitzvah? I think it's a bat mitzvah. It's a bat, bat mitzvah. Yeah. Okay, yes. Um, that's the bar mitzvah's for a kid in between. <laughs> or, <laughs> you know, or in, in this day and age, he's a transitional Jew. He's a transitional Jew. <laughs> I believe well, that's the thing. He's in between uh, sexes and Jewish. He's made one commitment. Judaism. Well, in, in Omaha, Nebraska, I promise you, even the Jews <laughs> call it bar mitzvah. Bar mitzvah. And, and bar, bar. Yeah, because 
they hired me for their daughter's ba mitzvah or whatever it's bat called. Bat mitzvah. Bat mitzvah. Okay, I called it ba mitzvah the whole time too. And uh, here's <laughs> the deal. I'm like, are you are you sure I'm the right person? And they're like, they're like, no, but we can't find anybody else because in in Nebraska, I realized then that if you look in the uh, look up Nebraska comedians, Larry the Cable Guy is the first one that pops up. <laughs> Did and he's your, not who you want to have at your thing. That's what that role. is right there. You got to cut. Did you do off. your whole uh, Rudolph rant for the kids in the uh, bar mitzvah? Well, they probably would have enjoyed that, but uh, <laughs> they would have had no I idea what you were referencing. No clue. <laughs> like, What's he talking about? Reindeer. So, it, but it actually went great. Truthfully, really, you know, like, and they were well. Awesome but what, what comedy did you do? Yeah, Thirteen-year-old girls mitzvah. love you. Yeah, I wrote a bunch of uh, custom jokes? stuff. No yeah. custom stuff for no, them. I, I, okay, what was some of the? I'd like to hear a I couple of the custom jokes. Open up. Well, it was about four years ago, so that oh. wasn't TikTok. But you know, I'm doing jokes about, uh, you know, like shows that are on Nickelodeon. But then at the same time, their grandparents are there, and it's like you know, it's like a cruise ship. You right. know, it's like yeah. eight to eighty, and I'm I'm playing basically Don Rickles in the audience, and yeah. uh, you know, going great. Just picking on thirteen year old girls. No, I, that was the only people I didn't, you know, and I was trying to celebrate them, but then I would pick on their their relatives. And the girl loved comedy. That's why they, oh. they wanted to bring a comedian in. So it's just the weirdest. Like, it's one of the weirdest and most scared going into yeah. it. And it went great. And then, you know, I've had shows where I'm not scared and they don't go well. You just, <laughs> you just don't Have you been invited to any more bar bar mitzvahs since then? Yeah. Um, I've, I've I've decided to uh, basically retire undefeated right. from that. <laughs> that's pretty uh, smart. That's that one tradition. of those. Isn't that that's a stand up comedy thing that happens in stand up? Is you do it? Uh, and I did a halftime at a basketball game for the Milwaukee Bucks. It went well. Wow. We'll never touch it again. Like that's it. You can just feel going the ice out, underneath you. Standing. Going out, Super Bowl champion. Yeah. Don't want to ever have. Well, a what year was this? Well, when they opened this? up uh, the new Cole Center there. or whatever, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Kohl's, um, um, they weren't good then, so they no, needed comedy. They need, and I, it actually went over. They really, were comedy. Really well. I did actually. not expect it to go as well as it did. Zach, so you are going Sorry, to Zach. nerd us out on what? Yeah. I'm going to tell you about um, what it's like to be Jewish during Christmas. I already know. You already know. Yeah. Do it. Miserable. And seen. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> and afterwards, Zach is going to give us a quiz, and Holmberg yeah. will oh. crush me. On the radio, I used to do a thing, because there's no charities for Jewish kids, called Christmas Treats for Needy Jew Kids. <laughs> I don't think there's and any Christmas charities. I know, but nobody actually- I just want to see the acronym did. for that. Yeah, it was great. A Christmas Treats for Needy Jews. Uh, but yeah, Christmas Treats for Needy Jews, and Jewish people would call me and tell me why their year was so bad, and it was just fantastic. Their stock, <laughs> they only went up like 10% this year, and they had all these like great- <laughs> things that were happening like it was really down year from last year <laughs> a tough year it was a tough year and i'm like this is the best thing i've ever done i give them a christmas tree and they take it well, i remember a dad a jewish dad telling me i used to work at an indoor baseball softball place and we were open on christmas one time and he's like well this is the only place we can go <laughs> it's Something either this the movies or chinese food <laughs> You, and, just, you just took my whole thing is that is that oh. no nah, it's not the whole thing okay it's so- indoor softball <laughs> and chinese it. food that's it, uh, indoor softball. But, I, nice yeah. softball. but now lots of stuff is open. <clears throat> well, now I feel bad that indoor softball isn't in here. Yeah. <laughs> Add it in, last second. It's going in. Zach, go. All right. All right, so uh, 2019 years ago, a Jewish baby was born. 
Jesus. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait a second. You didn't know the re- that? The or reason you, for no, the he just season. gave me a look. I think I might have had a blank stare. Okay. Because okay. he wasn't the only one. Maybe he was going a different angle. Oh, no. Maybe, maybe there were others. Yeah, baby Yoda. Probably Baby Yoda. Clone Baby Yoda. Right. Maybe. The cute one. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. I the think that would be baby Hilda. Wait, the cute, you know, when, yeah. a Jewish, Jesus? when a Jewish guy talks about Jesus being born, I always assume, you know, because, you know, he's not divine to you. So it's any just baby a guy. could have been born, right? Just a baby that was yeah, born. Just I'm a baby. Somewhat shocked. <laughs> the it. following year, it's uh, like Bernie Sanders. a good baby. It's like Thanksgiving yeah. uh, to a Native American. And also uh, his Thursday. birth cost his parents absolutely nothing because health care, free. We just have it in the desert. <laughs> the healthcare of Nazareth. <laughs> Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Those are great gifts. We, we'll do that. <laughs> if you will let me, uh, everyone gets some of that upon birth. Myrrh, by the way, Jewish surname. <laughs> it's true. Sorry. Go ahead, Zach. It would be gotten through a, gotten through a sentence. <laughs> no, I made it through a whole sentence. So uh, you may think Hanukkah is like the Jewish Christmas, but it's not. Uh, it's actually really a minor holiday that happens to fall near enough to Christmas that my ancestors kind of scrambled and turned into a gift-giving holiday because they felt bad for their children. Hanukkah is Uh-oh. a minor holiday <laughs> at the same time of Christmas. But not as good. Not as good. Okay. It's, got a, it's got a ring to it. Okay. <laughs> so the Hanukkah bush is not a thing, but we do light candles yep. to celebrate the miracle of Hanukkah. Um, and since we all learned that Santa wasn't real long before our friends, uh, the people who give the gifts actually get credit for giving them, which oh. is nice for them. Did, that is good. Did you guys do Santa Claus, your family, at all? Did like we dress up or did we go to yeah, the did mall you dress and up as Santa? sit on exactly Santa's what lap? I'm asking. No, did you did you have Santa Claus in your family at all or it was just like no this is My not- stepdad kind of looked like Santa Claus, but no, we didn't there was no just Santa personally, Claus I mean, presence. I know, yeah, no. okay. Cuz no. I know some no, Jewish December families No, December 25th. Yeah. yeah. I know some yeah. I know some Jewish families that do still do like the Santa Claus part of Christmas. That's why I was asking. Yeah, well, I mean, as a child, I kind of hoped that Santa Claus would get lost right. um, and end up trespassing in my house <laughs> and drop some gifts off by accident. Maybe, maybe if he fell down a well. Yeah, maybe that little boy in the well. <laughs> Just because I'm a Jew, isn't it? <laughs> He's watching me and he knows. The way this show works. Get is- ready with the button, f- Santa. <laughs> I want to see Santa Detective, like Child Detective. Yeah, as, uh, <laughs> yeah the Disney Child Plus, detective. probably. I guess we're going to have to count on Santa to find him, huh? Well, he was on the naughty list. <laughs> and once again, Ron Wolfley is Santa Claus. Well, yeah, that's true, too. Like, Jewish kids never said he skips my house. God, kids are easy to fool. Yeah. Because Santa yeah. would have to know everybody's religion. Have to know. We always had a I thing. I didn't even have religion. We always talked about some people, if you don't believe... You're just, he's not going to go to your house. Oh, don't believe in Santa yeah, or in don't believe all in Santa, stuff. he's just going to skip your house because oh. you have to believe. Well, then Jewish kids can believe in Santa and like, like not Jesus. <laughs> really? Yeah, right? Can't you? I guess. Are they really related? No, they're not at all. One's but you find out that he's not real so early because no, there's nobody bringing you gifts named Santa. It's it's Uncle yeah. Larry and, yeah. you know, okay. Aunt Dolores. Here, here, here's <laughs> a question. Scott. Uh, I'm very curious. Did you, since you knew there was no Santa, were you telling like Christian kids that you would run into, hey, there's no Santa? I'm going to give you, 
I, no, I, I we, were, we were trained to be good people. <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> chose them. Yeah, we, we, we trained you well. Yeah. We trained you Look, well. Jesus well, was awesome. one of us. That was an yeah. interesting awesome. choice of words, too. We were <laughs> trained. Was, we were trained. No, because yeah. it's like, all right, you live in a society where you're surrounded by mostly Christian yeah. people. Do you want to be the guy that tells all the kids that Santa's fake? No. No. Especially as the only Not Jewish kid. Not a good kid. recipe yeah. as a child, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah that's yeah. true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're in the Festival, festival of Light. That's Hanukkah. Lights. Right. Isn't it lights? lights? It's lights. Plural. The eight days. Diwali. Right. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. The eight nights. Is there such eight a thing crazy as- crazy nights. Eight, eight yeah. to, is there such a thing as Hanukkah Harry? Or was that just made John up? John Lovett. John Lovett. Hanukkah <laughs> Harry. It's a John Lovett. I'd Moisha heard some and Herschel and Shlomo says Hanukkah Harry each year. That's John's song. That's real. Sorry. Oh. He tried to- Jealous. Jealous. I had a better Hanukkah than Zach did. <laughs> it's about as real as the Hanukkah bush. Yeah. Which I never even really knew was a thing. It's not. No, no, I didn't, so, I didn't even know it wasn't. Oh, thing, yeah. It's thing. like one of those things. Oh, hey, you don't have a Christmas tree. Do you have a Hanukkah bush? It's dumb. It has to be related, right? Now, wasn't that the one that talked to Moses? I just like to grab him by the Hanukkah bush, you know? <laughs> <laughs> they let you. Yeah. Easy there, heat monster. Sorry about they that. They want it. The, the Hanukkah bushes want it. They're begging for it. When you're famous, you can do it. When you're Santa, you can. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> well, and there was Billy Bush. You know, he oh, was that's there. true. He was he the Hanukkah bush in that conversation. I was, was thinking the, about yeah. that, man. That's my nephew. That's my guy. <laughs> Grab him by the Billy why, Bush. Why, why is Trump creep grabbing me? He's taking us literally. <laughs> hanging on to your bush. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. Zach's having a hard time today. No, I'm loving this. Uh, He's doing are great. you Lovitzing it? I'm loving it. That's the Jewish version. <laughs> Lovitzing. <laughs> So uh, as I grew up, on everything. just the, I could go with man, but then I'm Cole man, and it's just like uh, yeah. a little narcissistic there. Yeah, yeah, it's true, man, or Berg. That's um, so Coleman Bergstein. I'll take it. Done. Uh, so you grow up and you actually start to embrace the Jewish traditions for Christmas. Um, the first of which is to talk about how grateful you are that you don't have to put up and take down Christmas lights. Huge, because manual labor not really our thing. Um, this you should hire a guy like Frank and me. I also yeah. do like the, in my, in my mom's neighborhood has a whole street that goes bananas and it becomes walking only. They close the road because it's so big. And if you move in on this street, they tell you the real estate agents tell you you have to be part of this Christmas thing. And a Jewish family moved in and they made them do blue and white lights all over their house and they put the star up and like almost like in, in a wait a second the way. star of David David the star <laughs> of David. <laughs> <laughs> the star of David, yeah. David. <laughs> oh, I'm in the wormhole, David. <laughs> David, David, David. But yeah, this house. Dormammu, was... I've come to join you. <laughs> blue and white. And it, when the lights were blinding, the blue lights, it's like they were mad about it. But they did it. They participated. So their did they outdo their neighbors? Uh, they got help from, I mean, you got to see the street. It is. Yeah. It is ridiculous. But uh, the Jewish people were the first house, and then the last house, this people, they put up the 12 stations of the cross in their backyard, so it was kind of getting a little, oh! a little rough back there. But yeah. As long as they weren't burning is the cross. It, yeah, well, felt- eventually they would. Is it weird to do, I feel like Christmas lights in terms of the sparkly ones, the Christmas vacation-y kind of- Right. Flashies. The, that stuff feels like more for the Santa Claus part of Christmas- and not yes. so much for the religious part. Oh, I, like the blinking cross, <laughs> just seems like a bit 
Much Jesus saves. Jesus saves. Come in today. <laughs> Which also sounds more like a Jew. Yeah, and like the we, Jewish yeah. guy say Moses invests. Yeah. <laughs> in <the front> <laughs> yeah, <it's... laughs> Can, you know, I feel like we're covering almost all the religions, but well, two. I wanted to, uh, well, no, let's add a third. Yeah. My neighbors a couple years ago were Muslims and great, great people. Uh, great people. The Muslims. Great, great people. Muslim, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Did you say they yeah. were Muslim? No, they were Muslims. Oh, which is Muslims. different. They're plural. I believe it's Muslimy. Yeah. Muslimic. Muslim. So, uh, they were having a big party at night for some, holiday and the wife asked us if she could borrow our christmas lights to put up outside their house as part of the party and it was beautiful and they were like oh thank you and there was like all these kind of i mean if we didn't you know i should have invited my jewish friends over too we could have maybe solved the middle east all at the same time or something but what i would tell you is it was beautiful it was kind of a nice thing zach would you have gone with if Scott Absolutely. invited you to the Muslim holiday party to solve the Middle East, Absolutely. not to he didn't with tell you he didn't East. tell you I wouldn't I wouldn't do that even <laughs> with, my name's with, Holmberg I'm Swedish and I still wouldn't show up at that party just with, in case with with Christmas lights too oh yeah it's I'm just horrified all at the these whole kind idea. of things going on but uh, feels like yeah, a trap. it's kind of heartwarming. Go ahead, please. Holmberg's mind goes yeah. to a trap. Oh no, I, 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 look Scott's I'm Admiral like, Akbar when it comes to that <laughs> stuff. Somebody's setting me up. I'm in trouble. Uh, so, but uh, Jews still go to those streets. Um, I, I mean, I know when I was growing up, it was all about, okay, what, which night are we going to go check out that neighborhood that always yeah, gets crazy. the light on? Um, and then we get to go home and say, good job. Thanks to the rest of us for not contributing to deforestation, <laughs> cutting down the 25 to 30 million real trees that are sold every year in the U S for Christmas. Wow. Thanks. You're wrecking it. Yeah. So mine's fake. Did I just bring it down? I don't care. I took it to a dark That place. sounds very Bernie Sanders like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, the 1% taking down 25 to 30 million trees. <laughs> Bill, Bill O'Reilly just heard you try to rip Christmas yeah. away. It's a war on know. Christmas right here in the room. <laughs> it's a war on Xmas. That's right. I don't like saying it either. So it's the war on happy holidays over here. Yeah. <laughs> he like it's the war on happy holidays. <laughs> so Christmas finally comes, school's out, work is closed, and there's no pressure to cook or spend time with family. Oh. So life is pretty good, right? Amazing. Right? Uh, and it's even better for those who want to take a vacation because one study shows that ticket prices for planes are an average of 20% cheaper if you fly on Christmas Day. Absolutely. Yeah. It's amazing. Guys, that's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, but if you don't leave town, there's two major traditions, um, and they don't necessarily date back to biblical times. They do date back to at least 1935, <laughs> which is the first recorded instance of Jewish people eating Chinese food on <laughs> Christmas. There you go. Um, so in the past, pre-1935, I guess, uh, Jewish people lived in their own insular communities in Europe, and Christmas was just like any other day. You ate kreplach and kishka. Uh, but in New York— Which I believe were two uh, uh, transformers. Kreplach and kishka, kishka. yeah. <laughs> they were the Dinobots. Yeah, they were, they were the—let's break a glass in case of an emergency. <laughs> but they're the last two. They had to kind of—they're like the fireman that stays behind. Think about—they were—the the names of the Dinobots were Grimlock, Slag, and Sludge. Not that far off. Kreplock and <laughs> those do Kishka. sound like Passover foods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but all of a sudden you've got these Jewish people living in close proximity to Chinese people in New York, and they loved it the Chinese food so much that even though it wasn't kosher, 
they said, you know what, we're going to eat it. And so um, when the two sides realized that neither of them celebrated Christmas, a modern tradition was born, and it spread throughout the country from New York. Is this something you researched or you knew some of this stuff from family lore? Uh, a little bit of both. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, I, I didn't know that that really was. Yeah. Did you know that? I didn't either. Yeah. I got, I got no. food poisoning about five years ago on the holidays. We missed Christmas, but we got better like Christmas morning, and we needed to eat. And there was only one place to go, and it was uh, George Ling's right next to us. And we went in there, and it was just Jewish people everywhere. It was right, packed. but you knew how that came to be. Oh, no, no, no. Like no. the Santa uh, Claus no. is coming to town. Well, I knew that New York. Bass. I knew I knew that part that he said that the Chinese and the, the Jewish people in New York kind of had a thing. I had no idea. Yeah. That's awesome. I learned yeah. that from another Jewish friend. And the other interesting oh, thing is um, yeah, Chinese food, you didn't have to worry about dairy from a kosher perspective. So it was like a lot of Jewish people thought, all right, well, it's not kosher kosher, but maybe it's kosher light. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> kosher-ish. <laughs> but, uh, but interestingly, like the image of the big jolly Santa Claus that we all know and love, that didn't even start until really the 1930s either yeah. with the Coca-Cola ad campaign. So if you think about right. the historical- He was green before that. Uh, and Santa was. Wasn't there also some blackface going on? Oh, there was, uh, yeah, Krampus and uh, Black Pete in the history of Christmas. Black Pete is a horrifying little creature that used to beat kids. Uh, if, Into a well? Uh, no. Well, yeah, hang them upside <laughs> down. And your parents would find them like upside down. Black Pete's got a terrible history, but he would sneak in first. And that right. was the chimney thing came from Black Pete because they said he was covered in soot. But he really? was like, a, yeah, he'd break in. The, 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 thought it came from Mary Poppins. <laughs> well, that too. And then, well, that tr- just like Santa changed that chim, change. Chimney, chim, 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 but Krampus chim, was the one. They still have Krampus celebrations, and I think uh, was it Norway or Austria or something. I yeah. yeah, somewhere in I think Scandinavia. It's, it's Norway. Yeah, it's Norway. It's crazy. Yeah, we went from or we you guys uh, went from having like the the good guy and the bad guy on Christmas yeah. to just if you're bad, you get a lump of coal. Right. You're, you're yeah. not going to be hung over the well. <laughs> hey, easy with the easy with the the you guys. Yeah, <laughs> you people. Like you that. you yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> so uh this is the second part is uh the movies so because theaters um at least historically were one of those rare institutions that were open on christmas and were one of the cheapest forms of entertainment uh you had these uh recent immigrants to the united states who had to do something it was just some day but they couldn't work because no companies were open so they went to the movie theaters to um spend their money in right. the cheapest way possible um and then of course movie theaters realized hey we're gonna all the biggest movies of the year come out this time of year. Uh, great opportunity to make money. And so now it's not really <laughs> just a Jewish tradition anymore. It's a, it's really, you see a lot of non-Jews going to the movie theater on Christmas because it's time to get away from their families. It's been a while. Uh, so, so really, um, like all traditions, they continue to grow and intermingle. Um, Elf on the Shelf, which is a, a recently, um, a recent Christmas tradition, um, was was noticed by an enterprising Jewish entrepreneur named Neil Hoffman, and he saw this as an opportunity to help Jewish parents to manipulate their children, and so he created something called Mensch on the Bench. Um, <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. And so in 2014, he appeared on Shark Tank, earned $150,000 investment for 15% of the company, and so that is the latest in a line of Hanukkah miracles. Do you have any idea how much money that's making? Oh. Um, I know that I think a year after the investment, there was $2 million in revenue. I think oh. I saw that online, but I'm not sure what the exact value is now. I think the mention on the bench I'd buy just as a novelty to give to somebody. I think you got to throw it on the uh, shelf behind you. Yeah. Or We're make a mention. Yeah, that's a good idea. 
Oh, yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah. We'll get an elf on the shelf and put a, yeah, well, that'll be, we'll do a, it. A mensch on the bench and an elf on the shelf looking at each other. <laughs> yeah. Right. <Just> air it out. <laughs> <laughs> the so that's it. Ready for the quiz? Yep. Go. Quiz is, quiz is done. Watch we'll this. Bring it home. All right. About how many real trees are sold in the U.S.? 30 million. Christmas? There you go. 30 million. 25 to 30 million. What kind of food do Jewish people traditionally eat on Christmas? Chinese food. Uh, well, yeah, Chinese food. Yep. True I was going to go with the other thing, the two uh, rangers that you were mentioning. Or whatever <laughs> the, the Transformers? Yeah, the Transformers. Kreplock and Kishka. Kreplock and Kishka. Grimlock, <laughs> Slag and Sludge. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's uh, one to one. <laughs> uh, true or false, Jewish kids believe in Santa Claus. True. False. Well, false. Well, no, sometimes. No, well, they don't. It's not a hundred percent true, and I went Trump on accident. No, it's a hundred percent. Not a hundred percent. Sometimes 100% they percent perfect. They can. It, it's the not, exception to the rule that they don't believe. That's not what the question was. That is true. That's fair. All right. I need cancel the I question. Can. Crush yeah. me on this. <laughs> Misquestion. Much better listener. <laughs> so hey, why? Zach, it's called the Frank Caliendo. Cast. That's true. Just yeah, go with it. Go it's not the Zach Coleman cast yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, You're doing why? good. This is my yeah, favorite. He's good. He's great, isn't he? Yeah. This is. I. Uh, oh, I love this. This yeah. has been great. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. He's also got a. Yeah. Zach has another podcast called uh, something about failures or something. That's, no, that's <laughs> mine. That's failures. That's mine. Oh, Scott, it's mine now too. He took it. This might work. This might work. Podcast. Scott Long's other podcast. Yeah. So why did the big Jolly Santa Claus become popular? Because he was a Coca-Cola ad. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's, you got that quick. Boom. Nice. Yeah. What is the real Hanukkah tradition I mentioned, and what are the two of the fake ones that I mentioned as well? The real Hanukkah? One of the say, two. Say it again. I, I mentioned a real Hanukkah tradition. Oh, okay. Um, and then I talked about two that are not real. Okay. Traditionally. Traditionally, uh, saving cash. <laughs> no, the investing the Chinese food because they we invest the cash. Oh, that's no. right. Uh, well, Hanukkah doesn't necessarily fall on Christmas, so oh, right. it, it's not. Oh, you go home and uh, you discuss uh, uh, how. Uh, what was it? Damn it! I'm going to save you guys. So, Dude. lighting candles is the. Oh, real that's all oh, you're talking about. Those real traditions. Yeah, the Hanukkah. Like the oh, Hanukkah. Oh, Hanukkah. Oh, yeah, yeah. lighting the candles. Christmas. Yeah, and, and then and then the not real traditions um, are that tr- traditionally you don't really give gifts, um, right. and also the Hanukkah bush is not right. A real thing. That's the way. Okay. Yeah, or Hanukkah Harry. Throw that one in as well. <laughs> um, so, when is the first time or year that we know of when Jewish people started? Thirty-five Chinese. Yes. Which thirty-five? Nineteen. Yes. 1835 would be great. Though. That would have been awesome. Yeah, have free railroads. <laughs> uh, so why do some Jewish people like to fly on Christmas Day? It's cheaper. It's 20% cheaper. Yep. I go with percentage. Good job. Like yeah, very specific. One. But I think a Jewish person would find an even better deal than 20%. Oh, yeah. yeah we're going for 25. Yeah, we 20. Or, or we can get 20, I can get 25. Check on Orbitch. Yeah. <laughs> Orbitch. Are we running out of time on the tapes? One minute. One go. Minute. How much did the Sharks invest in mentioning 150,000. Uh, what's... The major activity Jewish people partake in on Christmas. Swimming. Orgies. <laughs> Swimming orgies. Swimming orgies. Together <laughs> at the movie theater. Uh, oh, yeah. I watch uh, Catholic movies. And was Jesus Jewish? Yes. Eh. What? <laughs> what? Look, no. That's a, that's a rabbit first. hole. Let's not get into Was he this. born Jewish? I don't think so. Wow. Well, All right. That's it. Debatable. we got to wrap it up. This is the last uh, <laughs> podcast of the year, unless we have some type of uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Nightmare, yes. We have a drama up. that I'll come up Special podcast, but this is it. Thanks, everybody. Scott Long, Zach Coleman, Jose Mesa, uh, Toledo, me, John Holmberg, Dick done. Toledo, Frank Caliendo. We love you. Talk to you next year, unless something crazy happens. 2020. Merry Christmas. <laughs> ah, nice. <laughs> nice slide. Rack them. 